0: Live from the pre-game, pre-game tailgate party zone at IG Field, you can feel the electricity in the air. Best versus best, MOP candidates going head to head. The twelve and one Argos in town to take on the first place, ten and four Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Chad Kelly, MOP in the East. Zach Kolaris, MOP in the West, battling head to head is what we would be saying. <sighs> except Toronto decided to leave a bunch of dudes at home for this game because they are done and dusted in the CFL's East Division. Derek Taylor, Doug Brown, Ed Tate with you. In the pregame show, we're in the CertainTeed Broadcast Booth, professional-grade building materials, pro all the way that chill in the air is what the toronto argonauts brought us by leaving their stars at home 21 degrees currently at the airport no breeze to speak of temperature will fall throughout the evening no precipitation expected it'll get down to 15 14 degrees late in the game so this is fantastic september football weather We have a ton to talk about in this pregame show, of course. We'll talk about the decision made by Ryan Dinwiddie and the Argos. We'll talk about a third straight sellout for the uh, Bombers this season. First time they've done that in a long time. Where are Willie Jefferson's sacks, and why haven't we seen them in a while? We'll get a breakdown of the Argos, the injury report, the film room, all our great specials. Plus, we're going to give you our hot takes with Cameron Poitras coming up a little later on this was going to be the biggest regular season game so far first in the west first in the east but we learned early this week that chad kelly the the argos starting quarterback and east leading mop candidate would not play he's here he is on the depth chart as the third string player and other guys are out Uh, jamal peters one of their star defensive backs Uh, Wynton McManus, who might be the best linebacker in the CFL, and Sean Oakman. Their defensive tackle is on the one-game injured list as a healthy scratch. And, Doug Brown, your reaction
1: to it is? Well, I hate it. Um, It's it's unprecedented for a a first-year starter in Chad Kelly with almost a third of the football regular season remaining uh, to be just not... Available for this game, uh, Ryan did what he's essentially cherry-picking his opponents down the stretch, either as a confidence thing for his team, uh, either as a way to avoid certain uh, demoralizing defeat. I, I, I don't know his rationale for it. Everyone, we can talk to, we're blue in the face about rest versus rust, okay? But when you got five games left, almost a third of the football season, the regular season. And uh, you know this barn is sold out largely because it's the first rematch of the previous year's Grey Cup, and you have the two two of the best teams in both divisions finally squaring off. And then you pull the shoot and you pull the plug on it. It's uh, I'll tell you this: the one thing people aren't recognizing with this is the head coach is your leader, of your football team, and he's essentially telling you he's told the media that yeah he has concerns about his football teams. Um competitiveness in this game due to the defensive line due to the crowd noise so on and so forth and that's a message that resonates with players in a football i can't imagine playing for a coach whether he believes that or not the fact he said that publicly is uh it's it's mind-blowing it's absolutely it's chicken shit football is what we're talking about here ryan dimwitty cherry picking which games he wants to play his team because guess what chad kelly's not sitting out all five games before playoffs He's going to be playing in some, probably the ones that that Ryan feels warm and and, uh, toasty and cozy about, that they have the best chance of winning.
0: Just so people don't think that uh, Doug is exaggerating, this from Ted Wyman on Twitter. Asked Argos coach Ryan Dinamany why he chose this game against the Bombers specifically to sit out Chad Kelly. Quote, the crowd noise and their defensive line. Ed Tate? Well, there's so much...
2: There's so much to bite off there, and and Doug's got off got off to a real good start here with his opening remarks. And there's you know I'm not going to argue at all with Doug. I mean, there's obviously there's some credence to the decision, right? They've earned the right to do this. He is cherry picking what game. You know it's odd because I look at their schedule. They're here tonight. They're home to Edmonton. That's their 150th celebration game next week. So that makes sense that you'd like to have Chad Kelly in that game then home to Ottawa, at Saskatchewan, and then at Ottawa. If you're going to replicate playoff conditions, this is the best game. Get your quarterback used to playing in front of a full crowd, an enemy crowd, where you're going to have to practice uh, silent count and all that, and silent calls and all that stuff. Get him ready. This is the best game to get him playoff ready. And instead... He's going to skip this one, and then there's one, four more games after this where maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. I don't know how this sharpens anything uh, for for the playoffs. On the other hand, I'll just take a step back. We can say that this is impacting the storylines, and it is. But if you're the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and they want to uh, char- trot out Cameron Dukes at quarterback, bring it on. They're in a fight for first place. They've lost two of their last three. Bring it on. Try to grab the win and go into BC next week to grab first place. So they can't control the depth chart. Just bring it
1: on. I even think it's detrimental to the development of Chad Kelly. You're a first-year starter in the CFL. You need as many live reps as you can get against the best teams in this league in the regular season. So you're not surprised by what happens in the postseason he is exactly what one drive in the fourth quarter of experience against the winnipeg blue bombers and uh very possible he's going to end up playing them you know potentially in in a game in the playoffs and that'll be his first time ryan's talking about oh we don't want to give the bombers a, a look of what it's like to play chad kelly well guess what it's a lot easier to play nose tackle against a quarterback than it is for a quarterback to play against 12 guys on one of the best defenses in the CFL well it's just asinine his his explanation the other thing that's
2: interesting and you talked about how the their the overall approach and the message this sends I've heard it suggested this week too that they're gonna be very vanilla on offense that they're not going to show anything well what's going on here then is this a preseason game or what are you sa- saving it for like you you know they are 12 and one I bet you where they're they afraid of they want to go 13 and one don't you like doesn't everybody on that team want to go 13 and one tonight And you take a, I understand rest and getting guys healthy, but there's just so much highway yet to go between here and the playoffs that uh, I think I would be all hands on deck for this one and take my breather later in the schedule.
0: What they're afraid of would be the next time you face the Bombers would only be in the Grey Cup. That's the only thing, if Mm -hmm. you're afraid of anything, that's the only thing I
1: can think of. And you know, you look for comparables, right? And other situations. You look 2007. I uh, look at the New England Patriots, that went 16 and 0 in the regular season, and by 14 and 0, they would accomplished everything they could in the National Football League. And did Bill Belichick sit Tom Brady down for a single snap in those two remaining games? Absolutely not. Uh, you know, exponentially more valuable player than Chad Kelly will ever be, and yet, you know, with way more at stake. And it's it's. It's incomprehensible to me the path that they chose to take with, with a healthy starting quarterback who's only a first-year starter. Uh, he's, I think, he's a very good quarterback. I think he's got a, a bright future. But to duck out of of a, of a game against an opponent, something that is so hyped and so uh, supposedly going to be so competitive, um, it, it's just
2: so it's unbelievable. Is this different than? Uh, because he's a first year starter, does that
0: make it different than when Winnipeg opted to rest guys last year? Let me let me just preface this with that. Twenty two and twenty-three the bombers clinched well in advance, right? In twenty two. The third last game there were no changes to the roster. The second last game was at BC. Yep. The bombers left a lot of guys at home. The final game at home, they left a couple guys off the roster. Some guys played half the game. They rested with three games clear, they played a full squad. In that third in that third last game. Twenty twenty one, uh a bunch of guys were out and they had two games in which they were mm-hmm. they were clinched and they rested guys over the course of two games. I could not find an example in the C F L of a team clinching with six games to go. It's crazy. Uh last week they rested olette This week it's Kelly, it's uh almost certainly Oakman. McManus and Peters are hurt, but who knows to what extent would they have played if this mattered to them. So I just wanted to preface this with the bombers have rested players. But they've chose to do it in the last road game, right? Whereas the uh, the Argos, they have a road game at Sask two weeks, the second last week of the season, which would be the perfect rest game, and I don't think any of us would be crabbing about that one.
1: Yeah, but they think they can win that game easier, so they'll, you know, they'll probably play. Like it's just, I've never seen this kind of decorum, this kind of strategic uh positioning and and, uh withdrawal of of your roster list. I mean Ryan's Ryan's a young quarterback and he's got a young uh uh, sorry he's a young head coach and he's got a young quarterback uh in his stable there and uh you know Chad Kelly his contract look like looks like he's a tenured vet and uh some of his accomplishments look like he's a tenured vet, but he's not a tenured vet, right? And uh, he's played very well this season But I I think they're going to come to rue this and regret the fact that they didn't get this seasoning against uh, another high-caliber opponent in in the regular season. And Ryan, like you said, unless he's telling his team something completely contradictory to what he's telling the press, I do not want to play for a head coach that is essentially going out there and saying that we're concerned about certain factors or elements of a team that we're playing, so we're going to make certain considerations to not expose guys. That part, keep it, keep that in house. Well, right? there, yeah.
0: there are things that I refer to as must lie situations. You have you have to lie <laughs> in this situation, to right? To me, uh, I'm with you that this is a must lie situation. Chad's a little little dinged up, and we want to give him a week off because our bye weeks were so heavily plopped in the first half of the That's season. A great answer. We wanted to give him a week off. That would. When when I saw that quote, I could not believe that you're essentially saying that we're scared of the
1: bombers' defense. You're a head coach. This is your you're speaking on behalf of your team. I remember I've I've been uh, told from so many coaches that in, until I've been blue in the face that hey, a lot of time you say I when you're talking. Okay, you don't speak for the team. The head coach speaks for the team, and that's what the head coach said about his team. Uh, leading up to this game and why their starting quarterback is not playing
0: why did you choose to sit up chad kelly Ryan ryan what he said quote the crowd noise and their defensive line i'll tell you what
2: if i'm the defensive line for edmonton ottawa or sask right. i'm i'm pinning that up on our in our message room next week for those those games coming hey ryan
1: up. you're not worried about us yeah and just smash Watch chad, chad Kelly. This. yeah, yeah.
0: It just makes, if there's a Grey Cup rematch, if both these teams are back in the Grey Cup, it just got so much hotter because no Ryan Demme. Uh One thing I want to point out, that if you played home and home against every team in the Canadian Football League, Oh
2: boy, big one.
0: we would have this matchup. We would have had this matchup. There were so many examples. We'll talk about them later in the pregame show. But if you're home and home against every team, plus two games in your division, that's 18 games, and we might not have to deal with... Hey, we don't get the two MOP candidates going head-to-head. Oh, we don't get Andrew Harris playing for the Argos back here in Winnipeg. To me, some of this comes on the CFL as well for however it's been scheduling the last two years. But, uh, yes, a choice by the Argos and Ryan Dinwiddie. At DT on OB on Twitter, the Argos not playing Kelly in tonight's game versus the Bombers. Is safe, embarrassing, smart, or chicken? Doug Brown? Chicken shit it takes chicken poop <sighs> yeah i I'm somewhere between smart and chicken and I'm going to need some uh, I'm going to need some people to uh, to help I wonder me along. What what
2: that is somewhere between smart, <laughs> smart and
0: chicken. What would that be? I don't I don't <laughs> know. But if you got an answer for it at DT on OB and you can reach out on the text line at 204 780 uh, 6868. Don't forget today's game brought to you by playnow.com. Bet on blue on the other side. We'll do a little fantasy preview plus we have some special guests in the crowd for in tonight's sold out football game. It's Princess Auto Blue Bomber Football at 6:80 CJOB.